Previously on Super Honky. I think the Niners are honestly going to pull off the win in Philadelphia. Um, fingers crossed, of course. I made a prediction of, what was the score I said? I think I said Niners win 31-24. And just like that, the Super Honky was correct with his prediction. I wasn't exactly spot on, but we did beat the brakes off the damn Eagles. 49ers absolutely body the Eagles 42 to 19. How is everybody doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Today is December the 8th, 2023, sitting on Friday. It's already been fucking five or six days since the 49ers put the smack down on the fucking Eagles. Felt great going into Philadelphia and shitting all in their throats. Man, it feels good. But yeah, that initial clip was just me from an episode ago where I had made my prediction. So I wanted to throw that clip in the very beginning just to cash out my receipts. You know what I mean? It's always nice to make a prediction and be pretty accurate with it. Um, yeah, how's everyone doing right now, man? We got Christmas fucking three weeks away. Can you believe that shit? Christmas is three weeks away. Right around the corner. Got Reggie up on the bed kicking it. It's cold outside. Nice little warm atmosphere inside the room. I got this red light behind me. Not that you guys could see any of this shit. Then why the fuck are you talking? I don't know. I just, I thought that I would tell you about my, my warm red light in my bedroom. And it's nice. And it makes me feel cozy. So I figured I'd let you guys know about it. And it's not just the red light. I got like this whole kind of vibe going on in my room because I have like my keyboard set up. I have this whole fucking home base operation where I got all my music shit going. I got these cool vibing LEDs in the room. It's more like a fucking bachelor's pad. No offense to my lady, I got this room looking G'd out. Kind of reminds me like everything I got going on with my room right now is how I wanted my room to be when I was like 19. But I didn't have the money or have, you know, I guess the energy to make my room look the way I wanted it to look back then. But yeah, now it's got a vibe. It's all Ninered out. Speaking of Niners, man, how about those Niners destroying the Eagles? Oh, and then guess what? Fast forward to the future. The Niners beat the shit out of the Seahawks, too. How about those apples? Yeah, I, I started this episode on the 18th and only got like two minutes in and then my lady and I had to leave and take off and the next thing I know, three days goes by and I'm like thinking, wait, did I, did I ever finish that episode that I started? And then I pull it up on FL Studio thinking I got maybe 30, 40 minutes of recorded time and I realize, oh, you've only recorded a minute and a half. Good job, Dennis. You're fucking late. So yeah, we're like eight days in now, I think, since I last uploaded one. Fucking ADHD, you guys. I can never fucking keep my shit together. It seems like the harder I try, the worse it all fucking falls apart. Remember what I said? I could only focus on like one thing at once. And if I'm doing anything other than podcasting, well then I'm not podcasting because it's not the one thing I'm doing. Uh, well, I know where time's gone by this week. I've been playing this game, uh, UFC. They, UFC dropped a new game. They dropped number five, and uh, I haven't played a UFC or a boxing game in several years, so I decided, fuck it. Let's go ahead and check it out. And I've been on there for the last several days, just like hours and hours and hours, just beating the brakes off people and started a fighter in the career mode made my guy look hella funny my guy's like jet black like not even like black like black dude black i mean like jet black like a high school black top that just like the school is just constructed and they just laid out fresh black top that's how black my guy is so he's like jet black and he's got like this uh uncle rick kind of haircut from rick and morty like the exact same hairstyle and I got his hair like bright teal color and uh, he's also got like a bright yellow goatee that looks pretty dope and I've just been online knocking the shit out of these kids playing the game it's actually a pretty damn fun game um, it's lacking though in a lot of areas like it seems like 
it seems like they kind of rushed the release and based on based on what i'm reading from like the previous game it seems like they copied and pasted a lot of the shit from the previous ufc which seems to be what these goddamn sports companies have been doing these game developers that make games like madden mlb the show even nba 2k they literally are just copying and pasting these games over year after year and then customers have to go spend another 60 bucks to practically have the same fucking game we had the year prior and often oftentimes it takes three four five fucking years before they finally actually do any updates and they keep charging us every fucking year for the same game and we're all fucking dumb we just keep on fucking doing it nobody's asking no one's doing shit about it we're just getting ass fisted in this monopoly and frankly i'm getting pissed off at the goddamn monopoly that these large fucking companies have us in whether it be video gaming or whether it be the goddamn christmas lights i bought this weekend my lady and i went up to the store decided we wanted to turn the christmas tree into a a red and gold kind of 49ers themed christmas so we went out and bought some like white lights we wanted to have white lights on the tree with red and gold ornaments right so we go get some brand new christmas lights we bring them home we start going and wrapping them around the tree, right? Working our way up around the tree, trying to make sure they look nice, tucking them in with the branches so they look good. We get halfway up the fucking tree and a bulb turns off. Just one little light bulb. Okay, no big deal. It's just one bulb, whatever. We keep going around the tree. Next thing you know, like 20 other bulbs turn off out of nowhere. What the fuck? Start moving the wire around a little bit. Next thing you know, they come back on again. Okay, whatever. It's just got a little short. Started getting back to it. Christmas music's playing. We got the vibe going. There's snow outside on the ground. My dog's in there getting in the way. You know, as usual, typical Reggie. Always got to be a 110-pound anchor. He just fucking throws himself out wherever he sees fit. And then we got to fucking maneuver around him. So, you know, the setting is there. Everything's set up. And, oh, and then out of nowhere, more and more Christmas lights start going out. And by the time we got the tree done, of the, let's just say there's 200 Christmas lights on this strand, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know how many. It could be 300. But let's just say, of the 300 on there, fucking 80 of them are not working for no reason, brand new, just bought them, unopened, cash money millionaire, brand new, never been used before. And they're already fucking up. What happened? Why? Uh, as consumers, we need to stand up and make these fucking companies start making products that actually fucking last for crying out fucking loud. When I was a kid, you could buy Christmas lights that would last a lifetime. You could buy light bulbs that would last fucking 10 years. My grandparents, I promise you, they're probably still using the same Christmas tree lights they used when I was a kid. I'm fucking 40. If you haven't heard my podcast, guess what? I'm 40. I may as well title my podcast... I'm 40, because I say it multiple times every episode. I'm 40, and they still have the same Christmas lights, I promise you. They never went out when they were made back in the day. And these days, these video game developers, these Christmas light fucking sweatshop makers, or whoever the fuck made these shit biscuits... Even the fucking cable, I had this little two-way cable that allows me to um, plug in a second headset to my computer's uh, sound card. I bought that shit brand new from Walmart. Got home, plugged the bitch in, plugged the headset in. You barely move around and it starts crackling. Yes, you can hear the audio through two headphones. But if you just barely shift around even two inches to the right or the left or the cable just barely, you know, fucking gets moved, it's like <laughs> crackling and shit. And they're selling these things brand new. How is this possible? 
Anyone could just get in business selling shit that fucking breaks easily and get rich? Why am I not doing this? What the fuck can I invent that sucks that only costs two cents to make that I could sell for $20 a pop? Fucking everything falls apart. Nothing is made to fucking last anymore. Nothing. Now let's take a quick U-turn real quick. A huge 360 tornado spin U-turn. I have to talk about something that's been bothering me for a little while. Don't you guys fucking hate it? When you help somebody out significantly with whatever it may be, whether it be a little bit of money or whether it be a place to stay or whatever the fuck case may be, but you help someone out and you don't even necessarily ask for whatever it is you helped out. Let's just say you loan someone a few hundred dollars, right? And when you loan them the few hundred dollars, you don't sit there and jump on their back. You're not like, hey, I need this back right away on this fucking day, this fucking time. Be there or be fucking square or I'm going to break your legs and throw your fucking daughter in the ocean, right? And they're hella grateful. Man, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. And then next thing you know, months and months and months go by to the point where Maybe now they're doing better. Maybe they're working now and they got a job now. And maybe you're not working anymore. And now you really need the help back. You really need to get the money back that you helped out with, right? But they just, they just act like you don't even fucking exist. They just pretend like they don't owe you that couple hundred, few hundred dollars, right? Sound like I'm beating around the bush. I have a friend of mine. I'm not going to mention names. But I have a friend of mine, he lost a job that I helped him get, he wasn't working, I helped him get a job where I was working at the time, and within two weeks he had already lost that job, he missed several days, um, had a no call no show, fucked around and found a way to get fired within two weeks of working here, right? And when he got fired, he was down bad. He was having some problems with his old lady, what have you. And I decided to be a nice dude. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to help you out, bro. Because he was already kind of mentioning it, like, that he needed some help, needed some money. He'd asked me for, like, 20 bucks or something like this. can't remember. It was a lower figure. But just to kind of show him that I'm here, I got you, I got your back, I gave this man $200. $200. And when I gave it to him, I believe I had mentioned, hey, I want to get the I want to get it back, but I'm not even stressing it like right now, right now. Basically indicating, hell, even if it takes two, three, four, five, six months, I'm not stressing. Just keep me in the back of your mind. If you're ever about to bust out money on liquor, some random shit, you know, bowling, whatever, just keep me in the back of your mind because I do need it back eventually. And at the time I gave it to him, I was working, so it didn't really matter. $200 is a decent amount of money, especially for someone that's poor as fuck like me, right? But that's not the point. Fast forward three, four months after the case. After I loaned this guy money, only, I think, two weeks later, I lost my job. And at the time, it wasn't that big of a deal. But now that time has gone on, it's become more and more of a big deal. And here we are now. He got a new job. He's making money. He wants help with... I can't even say too much more than that because I don't even want to necessarily... I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus. I'm just trying to make a point. If someone helps you out with $200... You need to pay that shit back one way or another. I kicked it with this person um, in the last month. And when I kicked it with them, they were like throwing around money a little bit. You know what I mean? They were going, going out and doing shit. And I'm over here like, bro, I don't need the 200. Hell, I don't even need 20 bucks of the 200. But at very least, at least acknowledge it. At least bring it up and be like, yo, my bad, dude. I know I owe you 200 I don't 
have cash on me to give you right now or throw me a 20 or something, but to not even acknowledge it. Here's the other thing that bugs me. This same person that owes me 200 already owed me a previous 200 off a bet that we made and they lost. We bet on a football game, get this, six years ago. We bet on, who was it? It was the Patriots going against the Jaguars. And this was when the Jaguars were having a great season and it was in the playoffs. And the Jaguars, everyone was predicting the Jaguars, not everyone, but a lot of people were predicting the Jaguars to beat the Patriots in the playoffs. And... Man, I'm like forgetting if it was the Jaguars for sure, if it was the Ravens. I'm pretty sure it was the fucking Jaguars. The one thing I know I don't forget, or that I do have correct, is that we bet $200 on this game. Me and this person bet $200. He's like, no, Tom Brady's done. He's going to get knocked out. This is going to be the first time in his career he gets knocked out of the playoffs as a Patriot. And I said, no, bro, I promise there's no way in hell with that, with him being the NFL's golden boy, there's no way this dude is going to lose this game. Even though Tom Brady had a pretty down year, even though the Patriots weren't playing nearly as good as they had been. And long story short, I won that bet. I won $200, right? This man owes me 200 We shook on the goddamn bet in front of his old lady, my lady, and his story, right? Handshake bet. The next day, he wanted to try to tell me he doesn't remember this bet. He tried to tell me that, oh, he was just drunk or made up some bullshit excuse. And long story short, I was so irritated by it, we ended up getting an, it, dra it drug us into some other argument that had nothing to do with the actual bet or this football game. And long story short, we, um, we stopped fucking with each other for like two years because of this shit, like right about two years. And all that time has gone by and he's forgot all about this football bet. But you know who hasn't forgot about the football bet? Yeah, me. I haven't forgot about it. I haven't forgot about that $200 you owe me from that football bet in the playoffs fucking six years ago. I haven't forgot about that 200 I loaned you when you were down and out and had nowhere to go and hella desperately needed money. Right? It's $400. And what really bugs me is this person... Uh, Excuse me, God, I got like mucus all in the back of my throat. This person, he's always going around telling me how much he appreciates me. He loves me as a friend, thanks me for being there for him. Always says I'm one of his best friends, one of the closest people in his life, right? Always saying he wishes the best for me. He wants my career to bubble. He wants me to, he wants my music to blow up. He wants my podcast to take off. He, want, he wants nothing but the best for me, right? He's always preaching this whole, I love you, you're fucking great guy, da da da. But when push comes to motherfucking shove, I couldn't get $3 out of this man if he won the goddamn lottery. Fuck out of here. All I'm saying is if you owe people money, pay them money. This shit has been bugging me forever. And I lightweight want to bring it up. I kind of did. I brought it up to him actually about a week ago. I was like, hey, you know, you're buying microphones and this type of shit. Maybe you should just maybe throw me a 20. Throw me 40 bucks. I'm literally in a landslide. I'm going under right now. My credit card's heavily in debt. I'm running out of the money that I had um, after losing my job couple months back I'm now on the verge of finding something else I should be working within another week or two but still I took a major hit not working in the last three months not even 20 but you can't even throw me a $20 bill my guy $20 bill you want me to help you set up a podcast you want me to give you information on what you need to get it going and what the best gear is for the cheapest price and order it for you and all. And you can't just, you can't just acknowledge the kid one time, bro. Jeez Louise, people. People always wonder, hey, Dennis, 
why are you so like standoffish? How come you never want to hang out? How come you never come and talk to us? How come you, this is the reason, man. People think I'm stingy. That's what's crazy and mind-blowing. There are actually people out there that think I am stingy as fuck when I am so far from being stingy. I'm literally the opposite of stingy. If you are close to my circle, someone I care about, if I am eating, if I am doing anything special, you're doing it with me. If I'm going on a trip overseas, Whatever the fuck case may be, you're going with me. If I got some weed, you're smoking with me. If I'm drinking for whatever reason, you're drinking with me. You need some clothes, I got you. Want some food, whatever. You want to come crash at my spot, you need a place to crash, feel free. There was a guy that I knew that literally was more or less like an acquaintance of mine. Gave him $500 so he can get an, M, uh, an MPC. He used to make beats all the time, but at one point he was like down bad and had to sell all of his gear and stopped fucking with beats, right? And he kind of brought up to me like, man, that new MPC's dropping, man. I'm like, I know, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get the MPC-X. It's his drum machine that allows you to make beats, right? I spent three grand on mine. It was the biggest, like, best model He's like, man, if I could just get the lower version one, it was like, I think 600 bucks or something. And he was just kind of insinuating, man, I'd love to get one. I want to get back into making beats. You know what I did? I gave that man $500 cash. Didn't even fucking second guess it or nothing. Because for me, it's not about the money. It's about seeing someone else that loves music the same way I do. And I know I've been there before where plenty of times where growing up in my late teens, early 20s, when there was all this gear I needed in order to get my music career going and I didn't have the money. You know how badly? Dude, $500 back when I was like 22 meant the world to me literally just being able to get some kind of because back then i was check to check all day every day it was literally just about barely making rent every month so i know that that would have meant the world to me so i just cash them out 500 bucks guess what three years have gone by since i did that. actually more than that it's been like four or five years since i did this i haven't heard a single word from this motherfucker since then I've got so many stories that are just like that, of me helping people out with cash, a place to stay, fucking food, whatever the case, a ride, multiple rides. And no one fucking pays it back ever. I'm not even asking them to pay it back most of the time, but at least acknowledge me and at very least don't sit here and act like I'm fucking stingy. I'm not that fucking one. I'm a fucking hermit because of people like this. That's why I'm a fucking hermit. This is why I don't trust people. This is why I stay home 24-7. Motherfuckers. $200 times two, 400. You know how much I could use that 400 when my credit card payment's coming up in 10 days? I don't even got the money to fucking clear my credit card payment. Motherfucker. And I just actually looked it up just to make sure I was correct. And I was correct. It was the 2017 AFC Championship game. It was between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New England Patriots. And the Patriots defeated the Jaguars 24-20. to It was uh, one of the last... Was it the last season? I think it was the last season. May or may have not been Tom Brady's last season with the Patriots. But I know for a fact I betted, I betted that the Patriots would win. I know that we shook hands on it. I know that my lady was there. I know that his old lady was there. I know that numerous people saw a shake on this. And I know that the next day he tried to chalk it up like, oh, he was just blacked out drunk. This man was not blacked out drunk. I have been around alcoholics my whole fucking life. I know what people look like. I know how they sound when they're blacked out drunk. This man was not blacked out drunk. He was just blacked out not trying to pay someone for a $200 bet that he made the night prior. Da da da. And yeah, by the way, I did, if you did catch that earlier, I said bedded. I literally said bedded. B-E-T-T-E-D. I don't even think that's a word. But yeah, I bet $200.
bet. B-E-T. Final answer, Dennis Sanders. Quit acting like you didn't at least make it to the fifth grade, goddammit. I notice the older I get, the more I'm, like, becoming worse and worse when it comes to my grammar. I think part of it is just being with my lady. My lady, like, she's terrible when it comes to grammar. <laughs> I mean, bless her heart, but goddamn, she talks hood rich. And, uh... I grew up with a lady that was like super anti-fucking, anytime you said anything incorrect, she would just like correct you immediately, and I got used to that, and I actually liked that, because when I got older, I was better with my words and my gooderisms, and these days, I'm not staying sharp with my gooderisms, and my fucking language is getting all hood bat honky wonkish, all fucking jibber-jabber verbiage and vernaculars and sentence structure. You know what I'm saying? It's just getting, it's getting bad. I feel like I'm turning into Ricky from Trailer Park Boys, like literally. My vision is as bad as bubbles, but I'm like, my brain, my brain calculations are going too fast and I can't get out what I'm trying to say. It probably doesn't help that I've been up for fucking 20 hours now trying to get this damn podcast online all because I was late. I don't even have shit to talk about. What are we going to talk about? What do you guys want to talk about? Here, let's pull up Google. Let's look up current events. What's going on? What, what's, what's, what, what's trending in the news today? All right, what hot topic is trending? TikTok ads, number one. Well, TikTok ads are fucking lame. Uh, sustainable aviation fuel. Uh, sorry, I don't know shit about that. Onk earbuds. I'm telling you right now, Apple earbuds are way better. Uh, Gorilla Mind, no idea what that is. Paddle Racket, the fuck are you talking about? Bright Wheel? No idea. Discoloration serum? What? MagSafe power bank. Is that like a fucking cum holder? I'm beating off. I got my MagSafe power bank over here. What are you talking about? What is a DTF printer? A down-the-fuck printer? Gum road? These are topics I'm reading right now on this list. It says top trending topics in the U.S. right now. And apparently I'm living in a fucking cave because I don't know what none of this shit is. Other than number one, which is TikTok ad. Gumroad. PC VR. Psychological safety. Digital twin. Moringa tea. Side hustle. Book talk. Beehive or beehive? Pre, uh, reply? P reply? Numeraid? Dude, what the fuck is this shit? News. F-16 crash. Ooh. A jet must have crashed, eh? Uh, where did this happen? <clears throat> oh, overseas. That's not as exciting. Palestinians check a house destroyed in the Israeli bombardment on Rafah, Gaza Strip. That whole nightmare. Yeah, I got like gunk in the back of my throat. It's fucking driving me crazy. Every time I look up news, it's just Donald Trump, Biden. No wonder why I don't even bother looking up news anymore. All right, latest Trump news. Thank God only one day Biden mocks Trump over his dictator remark. Oh God, this shit is stupid. All right, here we go. This is what's in the news today. It says, thank God, only one day, Biden mocks Trump over his dictator remark. The former president, Republican 2024 frontrunner, recently said that he won't become a dictator if he is reelected, except on day one. Uh, President Joe Biden kicked off a three-day star-studded fundraising trip in California on Friday by mocking Republican frontrunner Donald Trump. Why are presidents mocking each other? What fucking day and age are we living in where the people that are supposed to be running our country are literally, like, taking jabs at each other the way fat fourth graders would on a fucking school bus? Like, 
why has this become just completely socially acceptable? Has it always been like this, or am I just an adult now and I just pay attention to it? Like, when I was 12 or like 10 years old, were presidents like talking shit and taking jabs at each other the way they are today? Because I, I don't believe they were. But I need someone older to come in and like be like, no, that's always been a thing. Even back in the 70s, they were fucking... I mean, I know, I know obviously they debate. And I know they argue hot topics, things like this. And I'm perfectly fine with all that. I'm talking about all the extra shit. Jabbing at family members, jabbing at fucking laptops and all this. And I'm not taking anyone's side. I actually voted for Donald Trump, okay? And it was the first time I ever voted in my entire life. I've never voted, never cared to, because the whole system and everything about it is all a goddamn smokescreen. It's all bullshit. It literally does not matter who you vote for. It does not matter. It doesn't. There's fucking college goddamn professors, people in, that have gone on record to say it's all just a smokescreen. It's all pointless. All you guys fighting over this shit. Why? Why? Fight over a football game. Fight over a NASCAR race. Fight over that last goddamn Budweiser that's in the fridge. Don't fight over fucking Republican, Democrat. This shit is so stupid. Ugh. So, Trump said on Tuesday that he will not become a dictator if he becomes U.S. president again, except for on day number one. I wish I could do a Trump impersonation. Thank God only one day Biden quipped at a fundraiser in Los Angeles before he fell down the stairs. A celebrity interior designer and his partner, James, James Costos, a former HBO executive who was President Obak, uh, Obak, President Barack Obama's ambassador to Spain. Biden called Trump. Oh, Jesus Christ. I could read this whole thing. I'm learning nothing. It literally is like reading a 14-year-old's fucking TikTok feed. Or I was going to say their Facebook post, but shows you how old I am. Acting like 14-year-olds are still on Facebook. <laughs> fucking old ass but i come on here to try to get some inspiration on maybe things to talk about on on today's episode and literally i wish you guys could see my screen right now because every fucking post every post it's all biden it's all trump it's all the news ever talks about it's just trump biden trump biden 24 hours a day fucking 80 days a week 747 weeks a year I don't understand. Why are we still going on with Trump and Biden? In a weird way, I wish both of them could just fucking hang themselves so we can move on to whatever's next after both Trump and Biden. Fuck. Out of the two, I'd rather have Trump win. Does it mean that he's good? No, it doesn't. Does it even matter? No, it doesn't. Like, why do people act like the president matters? It doesn't, bro. It's just like the, it's just like a boss at a big company. He doesn't really fucking matter either. You think the boss that's running the fucking company like Walmart gives a fuck about the people in the warehouse that are fucking putting all the shit out on the shelves? He don't give a fuck. He's never going to meet him. He doesn't give a shit. He's not even making the calls. It's the shareholders, right? Reggie over here breathing hella loud. Just always trying to fuck me up in the background, Reggie. Vanilla Ice tells his life story. Got a full-on interview. An hour and a half. And I get that you want to uphold your image when you're an artist, but fucking get out of here, Vanilla Ice, bro. You're like literally 60 years old, and this dude is still wearing flat, flat brim hats. Flat brim hats, like he's 22 years old and it's still 1990, still wearing all baby blue fucking warm-ups like he's about to break dance. Dude, you're old enough to be needing to get colonoscopies every year just to make sure you don't got butthole cancer, bro. Grow up. 
the fuck are you wearing? It's like Birdman and all these other old-ass rappers. These rappers that are suddenly old as shit. You know, all the ones that were legendary in the late 90s and early 2000s. Now all of them are suddenly fucking old as dog shit. Look at Birdman. Dude looks like a fucking alien. Lil Wayne, same age as I am. Dude looks like he's 30 years older than me. These guys don't age very well. And they hold on to their goddamn trends for way too long. Fucking Vanilla Ice. No wonder why I never made it as a white rapper. You fucking embarrass me, Vanilla Ice. You're fucking terrible, bro. You didn't set no path for me. You just fucked the path up and left a bunch of dog shit all over it. So now motherfuckers can't walk up the path clean without fucking pointing back and being like, You see that white guy? It was the other white guy that left all this shit on the trail over here, Terry. Fucking dick. Dick snakes. And what's up with 50 Cent? Who gives a fuck about 50 Cent anymore? Why is he always in the news talking shit? 50 Cent talking shit about Puff Daddy. Talking about how he's going to make a documentary coming after P. Diddy. Like, why does fucking 50 Cent give a shit about Puff Daddy? Oh, God. And then we got, we got a story here on YouTube, Killshot, five years later, how the song Killshot by Eminem, how it changed MGK, how he went from being like a rapper with all this negative energy to what, being a pop star making goddamn gazillions. Everyone's acting like MGK got absolutely shit on by Eminem. And yes, he did. I'm an Eminem fan. I've always been an Eminem fan. Of course, I'm a 40-year-old white guy. We're all fans of Eminem, right? It's my generation. But even though MGK got shit on, he didn't get shit on the way some of you stands out there making it seem. He switched up. He went to a different genre. Dudes always had talent. I guarantee what it was for MGK is when he first started making music and, and realizing he had, you know, that he was creative uh, musically, I guarantee he was into rock music, but since he grew up in a hood that, where he was surrounded by black men growing up, he was embarrassed to kind of lean into his rock roots, so he kind of took on rap music. Not to say he didn't like rap music, but I'm saying he's surrounded by a bunch of black men, they're all listening to rap, he's from you know a, a tough neighborhood in Ohio, kind of like my situation. My whole family members listening to rock. Literally everyone. I'm the only one that decided I wanted to fuck with rap music. And it's because, just like MGK, I grew up in a little rough neighborhood. Had a lot of my homies that I grew up with listening to rap. And because of that, I went fucking head over heel fucking towards rap music. MGK, same scenario. But just like MGK, my roots are, I have roots in classical music. Roots and playing the piano, Beethoven, Mozart. I've listened to all kinds of fucking hard rock coming up with my my uh, aunts and uncles and all them. They were all in the hair metal. And I guarantee that's all MGK did. He just realized, I'll never make as much money with this rap bullshit as I will if I fucking sing, pick up a guitar, and play in a little band. And just like that, boom, dude's taking over the world. If anything, everyone trying to make it seem like MGK got shit on and has been nowhere in the last five years. I feel like MGK has probably made a hundred times more money in the last five years than Eminem has. Fucking beef. There's no beef. If anything, I guarantee MGK capitalized and made fucking a hundred times more money in the last five years than he would have if fucking Eminem didn't come at him with that fucking rap diss. I'm 50 years old and I'm gonna talk shit about another man on a rap beat and I'm gonna put it on YouTube. God, the way people think, it's just weird. Ah, <sighs> baby, the baby, the baby. He ain't done shit since he made fun of homosexual people or whatever the fuck he said at one of his rap shows. Good, the baby, you fucking jerk, pumpkin pie haircutted freak. My mom was gay, you son of a bitch. Speaking of my mom, I got sad a little earlier today. 
I'm hanging up Christmas ornaments on the Christmas tree with my lady. We busted out the old fake tree and started decorating the tree like I mentioned earlier. And as I'm putting everything away, I just, or uh, putting everything away, as I'm putting the ornaments up on the tree, started thinking about my mom a little bit and I started getting a little bit sad because I realized I can't give her a call. Um, you know, again, my mom just died in June of this year, earlier this year, or what, six months ago now god damn i can't believe it's already been basically six months and uh this is the first christmas that i'm gonna spend uh you know where i can't call her can't hit her up can't go see her won't get a card in the mail and it just kind of hit me you know there's phases to losing a loved one there's the the there's the reaction of what happens when you first find out there's how you feel for the leading hours and days coming up. And then then you got other times where you feel like once you feel like you've kind of moved on emotionally and you feel like you're okay, it'll hit you at other random times. Like for me, oh, Christmas is coming up and it's just a reminder that my mom is not here for this Christmas. And then I was thinking too, like, damn, my mom didn't even make it till my 40th birthday. That sucks, dude. And then I started thinking even further, like a little deeper. I'm like, do you have any friends where their mom has already died before your mom? And I started thinking of all my friends' moms. And I'm like, nope, alive, 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 alive. Oh, cool. I'm the only person whose mom's dead. Great. The only person who lost his best friend to suicide, best friend of 20 years, just decides to up and hang himself. Cool. See you later, AJ. Don't worry about that cool guy and then my best friend in high school also hung himself so I've had not one two of my closest friends my second friend was more like a brother and really my first friend that hung himself out of high school him and I were inseparable literally freshman sophomore junior senior year inseparable for four fucking years everywhere my homie Rob McDonald went I went and then like three years out of high school, found out that he hung himself out the blue. The only reason that didn't hurt me as much as my buddy AJ when he took his life is because Rob McDonald and I, we fell off after high school and we didn't really see each other. He started getting into like drugs and some other shit and partying and I was never into partying. I was, for the most part, I was a nerd for the most part. Work on music, smoke a little bit of weed, that was me. Video games, that was me. Be a hermit, that was me. Go to bars, clubs, parties, all this shit. I didn't really fuck with that shit that much. So again, inseparable for four years. And then after high school, three, four years went by. Him and I hardly ever, we still kept in touch a little bit on Facebook, this kind of shit. But we weren't inseparable. We weren't hanging out all the time the way we were in high school. But still, we were literally best friends in high school. A few years later after high school, hangs himself. I was like 23 years old at the time, 24. Then like nine, 10 years later, my best friend of the last 20 years, literally my brother, the only guy that I will share the most in-depth secrets, whatever, about my life, about everything about me. It's fucking up and hangs himself, which what felt like out the blue. I knew he was depressed. We're all depressed, right? In reality, I feel like Maybe it's just me because I've been dealing with depression my whole fucking life. I grew up through abuse. I grew up through all kinds of psychological, physical abuse, sexual abuse, fucking <sighs> abandoned, fear of abandonment, fucking. I've gone through so much abuse and tragedy in my life that I feel like for me, depression just feels like normal. I mean, if anything, when I'm having a good day, I almost don't like it because it doesn't feel normal and for me a little bit of stress every day is normal even though to most people they probably could not even hang with fucking a fraction of the stress and the anxiety that I hold on to on a day-to-day -day, every fucking day basis so for me I just looked at it like damn yeah he, I mean he was depressed but we all are I mean those of us that aren't making a lot of money those of us that aren't working a career, doing something we actually want to do, 
living in a place where we want to live, you know, most of us are just fucking getting by, like barely getting by. And by getting by, I don't mean like money in the bank doing okay. I mean like in debt, fucking hanging on every paycheck, fucking $100 is a big deal. That's most of us, right? Like eight out of 10 of us, we could all use an extra couple hundred bucks. We're all fucking hurting, right? So it just caught me completely off guard. Just fucking upped and off himself. March 12, 2017. See you later, brother. I just talked to him the day before that. Shit fucked me up, man. And then holidays come around. You know, it could be six, seven, eight years. I lost my homie to suicide in 2017. Here we are, what? Not very good at math. Like six, seven years later, coming up on his seven, seven years. He died when we were 33. He was nine years older than, or uh, nine days older than me. September 10th, he was born. September 19th, I was born. Nine days older than me. Took his life in 2017. He was 33 years old at the time. We were both 33. Now I'm 40. It took me five fucking years before I finally decided that I can dig myself out of that depression that it led me into. I was so fucked. I was so fucked that there's things that I don't even want to admit mindsets I was in. Like I was I was just as down that dark rabbit hole as he was. It's probably further than he ever got. I just didn't kill myself. It's the only difference. But the the thought, the idea, the angst, the wondering why we're here, what's the point of all of this? whether I'm hugely successful or a broke maniac that's in prison for fucking murder, what difference does this shit make? It took a long time for me to finally stop asking those questions and just be like, man, just do your best. It doesn't matter if there's any point to all of this. It doesn't take away from the fact that we should all be nice to one, one another, right? Whether you're broke, rich, poor, starving, fat, black, fucking Hispanic, homosexual, straight, gay, transgender, at the end of the day, just be fucking nice to people, man. Be nice to one another. Not even just to people. Be fucking nice to your car. Be nice to the people sitting behind you in the drive-thru waiting patiently. Be nice to your dog. Be nice to the fucking cat that's in your backyard you don't gotta throw rocks at him bro he's just living his life let him be be nice to the goddamn people that are blowing leaves outside your apartment window at fucking seven in the morning waking you up when you don't have to be up till noon because you work a night shift be nice to the fucking lady at the customer service place that is having a bad day and she accidentally you know, fumbled on her words a little bit and worked you up. You don't need to go get her fired. Chill out with that shit. Be nice to the customer calling in, you fucking dick. Like, why is everybody so mad? I think a lot of it has to do with the whole way that these algorithms are in play on websites like YouTube, uh, different social media TikTok, things like this, Instagram. If you haven't already noticed, if you make a brand new account on Instagram, you've never used it, you've never searched for anything, you've never done nothing. When you scroll through, a lot of the news and the stuff you see on there is uplifting, it feels good to read it, it's funny, this kind of shit. Same with TikTok. And then after a while, it just turns to negative, 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 negative fights, 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 negative politics, terrorism, terrorism, every single one of them. And I sit here and I ask, why is that? I know part of it is because these algorithms are smart enough to keep feeding you the same kind of content that it thinks you're interested in. So for example, if you're a 19-year-old man and you're into women that are hot, 
you know, wearing yoga attire or bikinis and they're bending over, showing off their butt and doing all this shit. And you start clicking on one or two of those videos. Well, then the algorithm is going to assume that that's all you're into. And every day you get on Instagram, whether it be for 20 seconds on break at work or whether you're sitting on the toilet at home and you're fucking scrolling through Instagram feed, literally every fucking video is just one hot woman after another, after another, after another, after another, after butthole in your face, after butthole, after butthole, after hot woman, after butthole. And it goes for every other thing you look at. Say you're in a bad mood one day, so you decide to you make an Instagram account. You're having a bad day. You decide to look up some fight videos. Well, now, whether you're having a bad day or not, every other goddamn video in your feed is a fight video, a fight video, terrorism, hate, 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 terrorism, fight video, blah, 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 all the dumb shit. And what I'm essentially getting at is even though these algorithms are in play to kind of help us find more content that quote-unquote suits our interests, at the same time, I feel like these algorithms are fucking up our social constructs and our ability to fucking love because at the end of the day, I am much more than someone that likes hot women wearing yoga pants. I'm someone much more than someone that likes to watch an average fight video of someone getting knocked out while I'm outside smoking a cigarette real quick with five minutes in between quarters of a football game. I'm, so, I'm someone much more than watching animals eat one another. You know what I mean? And yet you wouldn't know that by hopping on my YouTube or hopping on, you know, when I had Instagram or I used to have TikTok. I refuse to have TikTok anymore because I started noticing the pattern. The pattern would go like this. I would get TikTok and immediately after downloading it, I would see several videos that I thought were funny, greatly entertaining, interesting stuff that I actually enjoyed. And then it never failed. After maybe hours or a couple days of using the app, next thing I know, women bent over in my face. Fucking every other video, women bent over in my face. And don't get me wrong, I love fucking women bent over in my face, but you can only take so much before it's like you're ODing on it, right? Everything in moderation. Smoking weed is okay in moderation. Drinking alcohol is okay in moderation. Fucking eating a candy bar or two. Everything in moderation, right? And the same goes for social media. But how can I moderate it when it's all you fucking throw at me based on a few searches? Right? Fucking search one time in my life. Big booty bikini on YouTube. And now every time I try to type anything on YouTube, as soon as I hit the word B, it's just like, big booty bikini. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. Let me look up some other shit. And it's also fucking up my Netflix feed. It's fucking up our Amazon Prime feed. We got all these goddamn TV packages, and you guys are showing me these shit movies just because I made one bad mistake and watched a couple shit movies seven months ago? Fuck out of here. Stop hiding all the content. Let me determine what my interests are. Stop trying to fucking determine all my interests for me, Siri. Fucking Alexa, you cunts. I think Siri and Alexa should fucking fight. Once and for all, I'm sick of this shit. Fucking hoes. But yeah, at the end of the day, just be nice to one another. Don't even look at them any other way. You are not white. You are not black. You are not Hispanic. You are not gay. You are not transgender. You are not nine foot tall. You're not two foot eight with a two inch dick. You are love and I am love. That's all there is. And you see those other people over there? That's hate. You see all that shit online? That's hate. 
Fuck all that hate shit. I'm trying to open up my goddamn arms. These goddamn umbrella looking scarecrow arms I got. Stretch them way up high. Put both my palms in the sky. And I'm trying to attract like-minded energy my way. I am stepping away from the negative light. Don't get me wrong, I'm still going to talk shit and have fun on my podcast. I'm still going to make jokes and be sarcastic. But I am not the cancer anymore. I refuse to be the cancer anymore. I spent years and years and years being the fucking cancer. I don't want to be the cancer anymore. I'm done with it. Took me a long time to look in the mirror and be like, Dennis Sanders, you are the goddamn reason why you don't have many friends. You are the goddamn reason why so many family members won't fucking call you ever. You're the reason why friends don't call you on your birthday. You're the reason why your son's in the next room and he don't even really want to do shit with you. And it's a hard pill to swallow, goddammit. <laughs> so yeah. They say to speak, speak it into existence. I'm going to do that. I love myself. I love you guys. I'm open. I'm ready to be fucking more friendly to whatever God sends my way, right? I mean, hell, even a few months ago, I would have never thought that I'd have this dude coming over my house. And lately, the last month or two, I got a homie, Taryn, that I just met out here. We've been friends for about a year, but it wasn't until about two months ago that I'm like, you know what? He kept asking me, let's go bowl, let's go do this and this. I kept making up excuses and not going and excuses and not going. And finally, I'm like, dude, fuck that. This dude might be a good guy. You haven't had a close friend since your homie commit suicide back in 2017. It's been seven years, Dennis. You don't think you deserve to fucking make a friend out here? Someone to shoot the shit with and just laugh about some random shit to be able to share all your angst and all your fucking problems with. And it just so happens to be that this guy is a lot like me. Go figure. It's like I was destined to meet this guy. This guy's got all the same anxiety, all the same fucking hilarious shit about him as I have with me. He could relate to being grounded all the time as a kid. He's a fucking hermit. He has all kinds of social anxieties. Same thing I have. The only reason why I may seem a little bit better in case you're listening, Taryn, is because I decided to take on music fucking 10, 15 years ago. And music does help when it comes to being shy. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm still shy as fuck. Oh, my bad, you guys. I just fucking clapped the shit out of my microphone on accident. But yeah, music helps you open up. So I've been trying to get my son to mess with music. My son is shy. He just wants to hang out in his room and play games all day. He don't want to go hang out with people. He don't want to ever go do shit. And it's like, bro, I'm trying to get him on the music because I know music opens up doors. Music will help you open up some doors. You know what I'm saying? The fuck are you talking about, Dennis? I don't know. I know that I meant to have this thing posted a couple days ago, and instead, here we are, fucking posting it late. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys rocking with me. Sorry for the somewhat fumbled episode. I promise for next week's episode, I'm going to put notes in order and, and try to make it so not so off the goddamn top of the head. Um, have a little more structure there. But anyways, and I was supposed to get to a couple listener mails I have. I now have four different emails that were sent to me, and I was wanting to go over those in today's episode, but I didn't because I'm like that. Hashtag ADHD. Come get you some. With that said, superhonkypodcast at gmail.com. I'll definitely get around to reading those on the next one. But with me having such a new podcast and with me hardly getting any emails whatsoever, I mean, it's taken me, what, like a month and a half to accumulate even a few emails? Don't worry about it. If my podcast ever gets big, I'll fucking read 10 of these off every goddamn episode. We'll make these bitches two to three hours if that's what need be happening to on Dunn Ditter. 
Oh, and sorry about the last episode. The last episode at the very end um, was supposed to play one of my songs, but something happened where even though I own all the rights to the song, it was flagged. <laughs> so my own song got muted at the end of the episode. So there's like a two, three minute silence at the end of the episode. And that was because it used to be a song there, but Spotify decided to hate on me or someone did. I don't know what the fuck happened. But uh, much love to all you guys. Sorry about the late episode. I'll get one back on within another four or five days. All right. Peace, love. Monkey hugs. Super honky out this mugging. Ciao.